Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Beer League. Today is a very special episode just, just because we're missing two people. Uh, beer is in Florida, basking in the sunshine while we are... Well, I guess it was... Oh, no. Today is actually my least favorite weather when it's 44 and rainy. Rain, yeah. Like where it's not cold enough to snow, but it's cold enough to just like whip you in the face. It's better than snow. It doesn't stick. Yeah, and as you can hear from that voice, we got Nick on again. Like we said last week, he's he's no more just a guest if he's on three weeks in a row. Full-time guest. Yeah. Associate professor. <laughs> I like that. You're the, you're still the TA. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nick helped us set up with everything, so that's why you're hearing this so nice. Uh, and then Beer is sick. Or no, no, no. Beer's in Florida. Johnny is sick. Or he's just trying to get out of work. Either way. Mm. Yeah, I don't respect it. I mean, being sick on the short week, though, I mean, you got to hope that that's not, that he's not, um, you know, joking about that. Well, you you, you got to think it's like the Super Bowl. Like, it's the day after the Super Bowl. Like, if he, if we did a podcast the day after the Super Bowl and Johnny was like, <coughs> I think I got the black lung pop, I can't make it in, I'd be like, well, I, I'm a little suspicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and if you were to be sick the day before Thanksgiving... I would be suspicious too. Yeah. Because that's like, oh, hey, I'm just trying to get an early start on drinking and getting ready for yeah. blacking out before I eat a bunch of turkey. He turns Black Wednesday into Blacked Wednesday, like Blacked Out Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you do if you do that Tuesday, that's the that's 4D chess that he's playing. It's like, I'm sick Tuesday, so yeah. I'm not going to work that day. And I'm really not going to work Wednesday either. So he's turning it into a six day weekend. It's the levels. So yeah. he's, he knows what we're thinking. That we're thinking what he's thinking, mm-hmm. but he knows that we're thinking about what he's thinking. So he's yeah okay yeah. So he's one ahead of us. Forty, but don't you worry. We got another great episode for you. We are gonna kick it off how we normally do. Nick, how was your weekend? Weekend was a solid weekend. Had a friendsgiving on Friday, which I don't know when those became the norm. Um, probably with the Instagram age because everybody likes to gram with their friends and everything like that, but. Uh, I gotta say, it's one of the the most positive things to come out of the Instagram age. I love the Friendsgiving. This was the fifth year in a row we did it at my friend's house, and it was kind of the last one before people start leaving and do, moving on to bigger life events. So, good excuse to get the old crew together. Not drunk. to be rude, how old are you? Twenty eight. Oh, you're not old. I'm no, I'm not old. I thought you were saying like you were like thirty five or something. No, but people are starting to. Like my my friend who's hosted it the last five years is getting ready to sell her her place. Um, a couple of people are moving to like foreign countries or to other cities. Other people are th- starting to think about you know having families or buying houses if they haven't already yet. So this was kind of like five years was a good round number for us to be like, hey, this is kind of the last one. Yeah. Um, you said you made a green bean casserole. I did. So uh, from scratch, none of that using canned goods or anything like that or cream of mushroom soup. It was from scratch and uh, Chef Alton Brown recipe. You can look it up online. It's pretty easy. Uh, and it was pretty damn good. Damn. What was the best thing you ate at the Friendsgiving? Um, besides the green bean casserole. I mean, there's just so many casseroles. Thanksgiving is always a big casserole time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know casserole is just anything you put in one of the dishes? Really? That's like the actual definition, so it's hmm. kind of ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Um, probably there was like this uh, pineapple and something casserole. I want pineapple and um, probably sweet potatoes or just regular potatoes. And it was like <coughs> regular casserole, but just with a little, little extra added flair to it with the pineapple. So that was pretty darn good. Damn, that does sound good. Yeah. Uh, my weekend was good. I got older. Hey, oh, happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, my birthday was on the 24th. Um, it I, I turned 26, so golden birthdays in the past. Do the math. Um, yeah, we. I went to my brother's, my brother and his wife's baby shower, so Very I nice. shared the day with the little bastard, so, uh, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. Favorite uncle, like already the year, it's like when your friend gets a new dog and you like put a t-shirt of yours on top of the cage while it sleeps just to get your scent like mm. that's what i'm trying to do yeah and now yeah. now you've got an excuse when he turns 21 to go out drinking with him to celebrate both the birthdays yeah that's a good call yeah um we, i ate way too much um but i got a little bone to pick with someone i don't want to name any names but they served dessert and like one of the desserts was cake and one of the desserts were gelato 
And mm. so they were handing out the gelato and I was like, ooh, this gelato is really good. And I guess there's a girl there that's one of my sister-in-law's friends. They were like, uh, excuse me, this isn't gelato. I'm like, I do a blog about gelato and this isn't gelato. Oh. My thing is, it was delicious. Yeah. Whether it was ice cream or gelato. Mm-hmm. So like, just eat it. Yeah. Also, it's a baby shower. You can complain about the dessert. Just, yeah. Somebody trying to make corrections at a baby shower. Yes. Show how much they know. Did she go into a tirade about how much she knows about gelato? No, I walked no. away. Yeah. Oh, I walked away. Good. It was my birthday. I don't yeah. have to listen to this. Don't give her the time. Um, Saturday was a good day. Um, We went out for the Iowa U of I game, which let's get down. Let's get down to it. That is the reason Beer and Johnny aren't here. Yeah. Absolutely. They talked all this shit about how, you know, their fun facts were like four minutes of just shitting on Iowa. And now we play them and we beat them. And all of a sudden they're just not here. Mm. No, they're feeling under the weather. The last minute trip to Florida. Yeah. yeah, So couldn't couldn't make it that day. Yeah. That's why they're they're not here because we gave them a little bit of the beat down. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we only won by nine. But then I went to all you could eat sushi after that for a birthday lunch. Ooh. Oh my Where, god! Which place so did you? Go? I went to Sushi Taku in um, Wicker. Okay, it was really good. Is that on Milwaukee? I think so. Okay, I, I feel like I've. Heard it's of like it. right by the Wendy's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's really close by. I used to live right near there. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I ate way too much, and then I went to a friendsgiving after that, and I couldn't eat. Oh wow, that's actually probably good. The friendsgivings, you can you can load up too much. You know. Do you want to hear what I ate at sushi? Sure, let's hear it. I ate 35 pieces of sushi, oh, gosh. four crab rangoons, four spring rolls, half a thing of edamame, a salad, and four pot stickers. I'm just impressed that you kept track of everything. Did you have like a little notepad next to you? Like, well, you have to you have to write it down. Oh, you It was do. like one of the all-you-can-eat places. Oh, so they had and to if do you that. don't eat it, they, tr- they charge you or something? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was getting full, I'm not going to lie, but like 25 pieces. Yeah, 35 is And so I was looking at it, and I still had like a full roll left. And I was like, oh, man, I don't want to pay extra on my birthday. Are we talking specialty rolls or were these like, oh, here's a California roll with like a crab stick and a little bit of avocado in it? So I did uh, 15 pieces of nigiri and then three rolls. And the ones that I had left were the giant fried ones. They were mm-hmm. like, you know, like a mini hockey puck. Yeah. Oof. So, yeah. But all in all, a good weekend. Turned another year older. Um, I got to celebrate with some people and I, I, I had a good time. Yeah. And the Hawkeyes won. So... Yeah, they they knew they did that for me, the Hawkeyes and the Bears. Um, let's get into the rundown. So this week on the rundown, we are going to have to bear with us because Johnny's out faking illnesses. But our first game that we're going to talk about is the Colts and Texans. It was a terrible game. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of uh, overthrown balls. Yeah, it, I could tell it wasn't it wasn't that good. So um, a couple of missed field goals. Yet, I mean, finally they bounced back at least from their humiliating loss to the Ravens. But, like, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Thursday. I mean, last Thursday was a terrible game as well until Mason Rudolph got whacked in the head with his helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It's always going to be a bad game on Thursday, though. Teams don't have any time to prepare, to recover. If they're not coming off a bye week, I don't know if they've implemented that yet, where they try and come off the bye week into the Thursday game or something. But... I like that idea. Yeah, give give guys a few extra days, but it, it's always going to be thrown together at the last minute. Who knows what's going on? For me, this was the perfect example of I'm, I'm missing football, missing football, missing football, and then I'm like, oh, finally Thursday's here. And then it's just like, oh, God, this is so boring to watch. And it wasn't the worst game, but it's uh, it was just like whatever. There's a, a, One thing I noticed about the Texans is they have a lot of wide receivers with long hair. So it's really hard to tell who it is. Like, yeah. is that Hopkins or is that Will Fuller? Yeah. Or is that, um, who else is it? Um, Kenny Stills, I think, also has long hair. So I was getting really hyped up because in a game I needed to win, I picked up Kenny Stills. And I was like, oh, he made another big catch. It's like, no, that's Will Fuller. Oh, he made a big catch. No. DeAndre the biggest Hopkins. play of the whole thing was how the hell did on that like 35-yard touchdown pass did DeAndre yeah. Hopkins get that wide open? That was amazing. Amazing catch. That was that was insane. Back or no? Next up, we got a. I was gonna say a barn burner, but no. Um, actually, no. Let's go into the really good game. Panthers at Saints. It was a dope game. Was it? Oh my god! I mean, it was thirty-one, thirty-four. They just couldn't 
couldn't stop scoring. Yeah, I I actually didn't watch it, so fill me in. Give me the give me the thirty second rundown here. I mean, basically, just when you think of the Panthers, it, it, it's another reason though why I think I said last week that it makes no sense of why the Panthers are going to trade Cam Newton mm-hmm. because Kyle or uh, what Kyle Allen just not that good. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey is the reason that that guy ever looked like a stud in the first place. Yeah, you know. So it it was a good game. Drew Brees looked good. Um, Alvin Kamara had the second half just really good. He just didn't do too much. Um, but all in all, these are the types of games that I wish I could like know ahead of time to show people that I want to get into football. These types of games. Yeah, high scoring affair. A lot yeah, of, a lot of drama back and forth. Yeah, you don't really want a defensive struggle. Somebody watching it the first time. Yeah. What, what percentage of the Panthers' offense would you say goes through Christian McCaffrey? Between runs that he's getting, between passes he's catching. Like, honestly, probably at least 30%. Oh, I was going to say more. I think it's over 50. Oh, man. The guy the guy averages, what, probably seven, eight catches a game out of maybe 15 to 20, and then he's running the ball every time? Yeah, I think I saw a stat that Christian McCaffrey – if he was in the wide receiver, he'd be like, I think only like tenth in reception. And it's like he's he's a running back. Yeah, yeah. That was like uh, <laughs> a few years ago when Matt Forte led the league in receptions. Yeah. for most of the year. It's it's uh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Overall, that game was fine. Christian McCaffrey is a dog. Uh, he's fourth in the MVP race, by the way. Wow. Who who's top three? Lamar. Top right now is Lamar. Then Russell Wilson, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. And then that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So he was a really good game. Um, another game that I think we should talk about is Jets versus the Raiders. Um, the Raiders were flying high after a couple of wins. Yeah, what happened? And then let's just say they came back down to earth. Um, Jets, by the way, this is the third straight game that they scored 34 points. Wow, exactly. Actually. Okay. Put put money on them next week then i think is what is little, what they're telling you a little foreshadowing yeah a little <laughs> yeah. little little foreshadowing <laughs> in literary analysis that that's yeah called foreshadowing yeah it was it was a good game um sam darnold looked like he's not seeing ghosts anymore so good for him mm-hmm. you know it's a little little things in life that's good um yeah. he's not kissing uh kissing girls anymore yeah mono might be finally out of his system good uh robbie anderson looked good I, i've been talking high on robbie anderson you can go to back to our couple of our old episodes and me and beer was like getting into arguments over him because i was saying people should draft him mm. it's like no nah, leave him on the board i like robbie anderson little biased he wears my favorite number 11 mm. so like That's i like number. i like everyone that wears that 11. wears that on yeah. any team yeah yeah raiders just couldn't get anything going Absolutely. they brought in mike glennon so he's uh, still in the league. Yeah, I uh, you know, a Bears alum, I guess you can call it. Are the Bears still paying him money? They signed him to a 3-year deal. No, we he only right. had 1 year guaranteed. Uh, okay. I mean, we we did pay him 19.8 million dollars to play 3 games. But so. good for him uh, still going out there. I mean, the the job of a backup quarterback is a thankless job. You're never going to get praised. You're never going to come in and save the day unless if you're Nick Foles maybe. You didn't see the game, did you? Uh, no, I didn't, but because his first 3 snaps, he fumbled twice. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> he fumbled uh, twice. Again, it's a thankless job, but what I was getting to is the fact that he's still out there making money and playing for all these different teams even though he can't you know, uh, handle a, a snap without fumbling it. Yeah. So, uh, God bless America. Uh, what a great country we live in that we can employ somebody who's terrible at their job like that. I don't get why Gruden benched Derek Carr because it's not like Derek Carr is not going to start next week. Yeah. Derek Carr, this was his only bad game of the year. Mm-hmm. And so I don't get it. Maybe at that point you're like, don't rest him up. Get, yeah. Don't want you to get injured. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Um, That's all I can think of. I know two games ago, or it might have been last game, Jamal Adams, the safety mm. for Detroit, or not Detroit, oh my God, the Jets, he had three sacks as a safety. As a safety. Wow. Yeah, he's nasty. That is good. He's he's so good. Keep doing that safety um, blitz. Sam Darnold did say they might run the table. Uh, if if they do, would they make a playoff spot? Or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, they got some people to beat, though. Yeah, um, some in in division rivals. Yeah, they. I mean, I think they. We, they we could look it up, but I, I think they play some good people towards the end. They haven't played the Patriots twice yet, have they? No, no, no. no. and the Bills. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. that's it's good. Uh, bold, I, I, bold of him to say that, and I respect it. He's he, get, he's rallying troops. He's gone undefeated and put up and, thirty four points in three straight games. And it's and it's that time of the season where if your team's down but not technically out, and you still need to get that viewership up, you know that the GM and the owner are calling you up saying, "Hey, run the table." Yeah. Get that message out to everybody. We're running the table, and then everybody's still tuning in for at least a few more weeks. Think of how funny this is. This week, mathematically eliminated the Dolphins. It did. It took this long to mathematically eliminate the Dolphins. If that, you were a stats guy, after seeing the first game, just I know math, you know, they could still make the playoffs, but I would have been like, nah. Nah, know. yeah. I'd have put their Super Bowl odds at like plus 5,000 or but, like 500,000. Yeah, that's one of those where it's like, they talk about like the intangibles factor. Yeah. You you just set that all the way to zero. It's like their intangibles are that they're not, that they, they don't have any intangibles. Yeah. So they're not going to make it. And sad. <laughs> And sadly, the Dolphins beat the Jets. Mm. So that that's a little weird one. But that was a good game. Um, before we get into the Bears, I wanted to talk one more game. Was the last night game, the Ravens versus the Rams. I mean, Ooh, let's yeah. start off with Lamar Jackson. He looks so good. It's amazing to me that there's finally a running quarterback in the NFL. I never thought that that was going to happen in our lifetime, given the way that the game's going right now with everybody focusing on passing. But... Here's a guy who can, who can get you both. I'm going to say a hot take. I don't think it's that hot. I don't think he's as good. He's getting a lot of comparisons to Michael Vick being like similar. I think Michael Vick was much better than him. Because mm. Michael Vick, my, sorry, Michael Vick had that arm. Mm. And like Lamar Jackson's turned out to be a good passer or decent passer at least. Um, but Michael Vick was he unstoppable. Was, he was next level. He, he was a video game character in real life. And Lamar Jackson's doing the same thing. But like. I mean, Vic was mm-hmm. before the you know all the softy penalties on quarterbacks and everything and protecting them. So yeah, the fact that he was able to do that and Vic was left-handed, right? Yes, yeah. Lamar left-handed. No, he's so, right-handed. So there's a difference right there too. You you can't compare the two of those. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know what's going wrong. I don't know what's going on with the Rams, and it and it pains me even more that they look this bad mm. because the Bears lost one. Yeah, the yeah that really hurts. Uh, it it's got to be the the only thing I can think of is the post Super Bowl hangover after a Super Bowl loss to the Patriots, because that's exactly what happened to the Falcons after they were almost going to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, lost to them next season was shit, and they haven't really recovered since then. So you hope that doesn't happen to the Rams, but the season, yikes. I just, I, I don't know what it is. I think Russell Wilson is the only quarterback I can truly think of currently. Like it's like one of the newer quarterbacks that has gotten this huge extension of over a hundred million dollars, and then have showed up playing unstoppable. Mm. Like I think Jared Goff got paid, ooh, I think it's a hundred and thirty million with a hundred and ten guaranteed. It might be a hundred and forty, but then he like he signs this big contract and they stink. And I feel like it's been going on a lot. Yeah. So what do you if you're a GM? Do you think you you stop handing out these big contracts or? But play, but then play, you're not going to keep anyone. Then you're not going to get a guy. He would he would have gone somewhere and he would get a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think what we're seeing, and I hate to say it, but these strictly offensive like savant coaches like McVay, Nagy, um, there's a couple like new ones that haven't been figured out. But like their first season, first two seasons as the coach, they're like unstoppable. No one knows how to defend them. Mm-hmm. They're doing all these quirky plays, and. It just seems like defenses are figuring them out. Yeah. Like absolutely. Jared Goff was making some bad throws, but there was, man, I think three or four coverage sacks that I noticed that mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, he, he he's not a runner. Yeah. I mean, definitely not like Lamar. No, not at I mean, all. Lamar had a couple of runs yesterday. I mean, his stats after the at half was three touchdowns, 190 all-purpose yards, and no incompleted pass. That's insane. Give him the MVP right there. I mean, it's so hard. Nobody else can do that in the league. It's absolutely insane, but he is electric to watch. I feel like he has brought even more life to that team. Mark Ingram's doing these crazy post, you know, post-game press conferences where he's just, you know, calling a big trust and stuff. Like, I love that. Um, overall, the game was awesome. I wish Thursday night games can take a page out of any other primetime game. Hmm. I mean, I guess the 49ers beat the shit out of the Packers, which is good for us. Anytime the Bears win and the Packers lose, which is very rarely, yeah, 
but it's awesome. That is that is big, but um, yeah, I wouldn't get your hopes up for the next Thursday night game or Thursday day game. Yeah, and that segue into Bears. Yeah, so Bears. Um, I mean, they won. I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Take Mitch it. didn't look like a complete dumpster fire. No, he he looked. You know, he threw two interceptions, but he looked more like the Mitch that we saw last year that we were hoping he would improve upon this year. So it's good at least to get a glimpse of that, even if it was against the Giants, because I don't think we'd seen it at all this year. <laughs> that one pick oh, that gosh. he underthrew the guy about. 10 yards, 15 yards. I mean, let, let's be honest. It was like 20. Yeah. It was it was a well-underthrown ball. Um, and I know a lot of people are saying, like, oh, it's just wide receiver quarterback miscommunication. What are you talking about? Yeah. Miscommunication's like, oh, man, that went a couple yards over his head. That was, you know, too low of a ball. There's something more than a miscommunications if you throw an interception 20 yards. I mean, that interception in the end zone, I like that he's attempting these harder throws because mm-hmm. I think he can make them. I think he is a head case. Mm-hmm. I, think yeah. he, I think he's got something going on in the head. Um, but, I mean, Khalil Mack finally showed up again. He wasn't getting double team every play. Yep. So he was showing up. He made some plays. Made that was great. Um, defense, like always, looked great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This was, I think, most similar to the games that we saw last season, which was defense creating turnovers, giving us opportunities to score, holding them to you know 14 points, seven of which was in the last three minutes or whatever. Um, offense kind of sputtering but figuring things out. So it kind of feels good in that way, despite the the mistakes that Mitch made. And I think that yeah, I feel like we were saying it a few weeks ago, like. Mitch seems to do better when he's rolling out of the pocket and when he's on the scramble or, you know, he adds a new element to the game last year. He did it more when he was running the ball. And this was the first game that I felt like they really did that. It was almost like Nagy finally said, okay, let's go back to what worked last year and it's working again. And Mitch is throwing the ball better and looking more comfortable in there. We should just always run the two minute offense. Yeah. He's, he's so good in the two minutes. He's, he's a great two minute offense, offensive quarterback. Um, <clears throat> yeah. the Giants didn't look good, but I think that's more of our defense. Daniel Jones, I'm not really sold on yet. Um, what else I could say about the Bears though is it was I I I can't like even explain how good it felt seeing them put a couple of good drives together and not just go three and out, three and out, three and out. Yeah. Well, they started the game like that, but mm-hmm. when they put like two three drives together. Yeah. I was just like, oh, come on. And when you get that little Bill Belichick, you know, like, let's run the two-minute offense before halftime, get a touchdown, go right back out there, get a, another touchdown uh, with the first drive of the game or, you know, a field goal. Uh, I forget what they got first drive out. It's like that flips the game right away. Yeah, You can be having a whole shitty first half, but if you can do it in that two minutes and then go back out there and do it again, boom, all of a sudden you're on the run. So I kind of like that. Um, I feel like we've seen that the last, maybe not two games ago against the, the Rams, but a couple of times um, later on in the season. Well, I, I think what I heard last night watching the Ravens game is something similar that I I took, like the Bears could use, is they always said that the Ravens always try to get out, which every team tries to, but they're so good at getting some sort of points on their first drive. They have the most mm. first drive touchdowns in the NFL. And then the game is more dictated towards you. You can run the ball more. And I think that's one of the things where I'm saying, you know, Nagy and Mitch aren't the greatest game managers. But if I'm trying to be realistic, they haven't necessarily had the chance because we're always playing behind. Yeah. Or always playing, you know, where we need the score. It's hard to run the ball 30 times a game if you're down two scores in the second quarter or something. Yeah, Yeah. I completely agree. Um, this week though, we got the bears coming up against the lions on Thanksgiving. I'm very hopeful. Yeah. I'm very hopeful. The lions looked terrible. Yeah. There's no reason they shouldn't win this game. Yeah. The line is only at minus three and I love the bears in that. Not enough to make it my lock of the week, but I, (laughs) but I do actually really like that bet. Yeah. And that is a perfect segue. Let's get on to our locks of the week. Hey, yo. Nick, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Um, so my lock of the week, um, got to go with Thursday game. Which, by the way, we 
We both hit last we week. We both hit last We're week. We're hot on three weeks in a row. Not, not, it's whatever. No big deal. I'm one week in a row, so that's still a streak. Um, it's better than losing. Uh, so I got to go with the Thanksgiving game. Uh, the one that jumps out to me the most is um, Bills at the Cowboys. Bills plus six and a half. Got that good defense. Obviously, Cowboys offense is rolling, but got the Bills good defense. Josh Allen, you know, get him in a dome, something a little bit different. Um, I I don't see any reason why they wouldn't outright win this game, let alone cover. Oh, so you would even take a money line and spread. Yeah, money line for the Bills is plus 240. So that's a good line. Easy money. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, I saw the Bills fan after their game. They're like, you know what? We lose to them all the time, but third time's the charm. <laughs> third time's the charm. Yep. I do love that. I, I think they can easily go in. I do like the Bills. Every time I think that they're frauds, I I shit on Josh Allen at Wyoming. Because mm-hmm. when he played Iowa, he threw for like, I think only like 140 yards and two picks. And that was when we were really good and we went undefeated that year. But still, yeah, I'm just saying. Um, but he's looking really good. He's making a lot of throws. I think he is... Out of that draft class, so it's him, Darnold, Rosen. He's looking the best right now. There's somebody else in that draft And Lamar. And Lamar. But Lamar went 32. So he Mm. went the 32nd pick. So I'm just saying, like, out of the, like, the... Out of the first few. Like, the really, like, the front runners. Yeah. Um, But that's good. My lock of the week, which I foreshadowed to a little bit, is I love the Jets. (laughs) I... I love the Jets. Where the hell are they? There you go. You just passed them. Did I pass them? Yeah. I love the Jets. I d- they put up 34 points three straight weeks. Yeah. You can't fake that three straight weeks. No. They're going into Cincinnati. Cincinnati looks... They're tanking. They're, they're tank- tanking. Uh, absolutely. There's no getting around it. They're clearly tanking, but they're only three and a half point favorites. I think they cover by 15. Wow. I think they win by two touchdowns. Wow. Okay. Andy Dalton is playing again. He is. But, I mean, they still have no A.J. Green. Mm. You know, Joe Mixon hasn't been doing too much. No. So, I I don't know, man. That's my luck of the week. I mean... Could I go four straight? I think so. You know that they're going to put up 34 points. So, then the question is, is are the Bengals going to put up, first of all, 30 and a half? Which, the answer to that is no, because you can't <laughs> put up half a point. Second of all, you <laughs> said 15. You know, are they going to put up even... 19 points that requires them to score at least two touchdowns i don't think so i got them scoring nine nine i think it's going to be like a 27 to 9 game okay i like that that works that covers dude their defense is nasty their defense is nasty and yeah i i get it they looked bad a couple games but it's all of what have you done for me lately absolutely it's because think of this when um sam darnold was out Everyone was like, oh, it's the easiest bet against the Giants mm-hmm. or against the Jets. Now that he's back and he's actually looking better after he sees ghosts, but he played the Patriots. And the Patriots defense this year is all time. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. So you can't really put him against that. And I I mean, he's playing well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is our locks of the week. Remember, put your paycheck on it. I mean, what do you got to lose? Just just a paycheck. Just a paycheck. There's, yeah. there's another one coming, you know, a few weeks after that. So. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> and then you know, once you win a million dollars, I mean, if you just want to donate, I think seven hundred fifty thousand is at least fair. Yeah, I mean, we gave you the pick. Yeah, for free. That's two of us and one of you. So yeah, I would say minimum six hundred sixty-six thousand six hundred sixty-six. Oh that's no, that's two thirds. I like that. You know, I want more, but you want more. You yeah, I'm greedy. <laughs> Aim high, and then we'll give you less than that. That's yeah, it's, it's like one of those things where you know you go into a car dealership and you're like mm. i'm gonna pay i want to pay twenty thousand so you say i'm gonna pay fifteen thousand mm. the guy's like i'll uh how about 20 and you're like deal and you're like yeah, that's what i wanted yeah Anchoring. um all yep. right time out where on the podcast oh so this week in time out we are going to start off with what i believe is the dumbest looking car in the world oh wow There's the tesla Cybertruck. yeah wow i can't believe that that's what it looks like I mean, so many people are talking about like, wow, it looks so cool. It looks so futuristic. Let's be honest. Whoever made the first thing, I, I love, uh, first of all, I love that it crashed their windshield. Yeah, but, that, was, that was so perfect. But I love that uh, oh, people man. are making the comparisons that it looks like Halos 2 Warthog. 
A little bit, but not really. But it looks like a game that's still buffering. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a, a PlayStation 1 or a PS2 game that is like, oh, we're, we're not sophisticated enough to do rounded edges, so we'll just make everything straight lines, and people will think it's awesome. Exactly, like N64 when everyone was like blocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's the same thing. But the yeah, the, the window smashing thing is one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time, and it's straight out of Silicon Valley, if you've ever seen the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, the HBO show is Silicon Valley. I can see... Gavin Belson's character doing the exact same thing and having the same thing happen because he, uh, you know, two minutes before he went out there, asked everybody, that window's indestructible, right? And they said, yeah, because they don't want to upset him. And then he yeah. goes out there you and don't be fired. himself. Yeah. Well, my favorite thing that he did with it is, <laughs> is he said, uh, he's like, yeah, do a demonstration. And the guy looked at him and you knew the guy knew mm-hmm. in his head. Yeah. He's like, oh, no. He's like, are you sure? And he threw, like, the dinkiest throw, and it just smashed. I mean, it didn't, like, go through. And then I like that. He's like, well, it didn't go through. And then he's like, throw it out the back window. And he's like, are you sure? (laughs) And then the guy threw it, and boom, again. Yeah. So that was really funny. I know it's going to be, like, a good car. I'm just saying from the look of it. It looks ridiculous. And I'm I'm so... I don't understand how so many people... Are like, wow, this is the coolest looking car. Like, dude, Bugattis exist. Ferraris exist. Yeah. You know, Rolls Royces. Dude, get yourself a Ghost or a Phantom. It looks way better than this car. There are definitely cooler looking cars than that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying, I want a Tesla and I want the newest one and I want the best one. Like, if that's your route, then go for it. But don't try and sit there and tell me that this is the coolest looking car ever because it's just objectively not. The coolest thing about the car is that it's only going to be 40,000. Yeah, that, that's that, the coolest thing about the yeah, car. Yeah, which compared to other Teslas or uh, whatever the starting price of like a Model S or whatever is, uh, is pretty good. Well, I'm pretty sure the ones with like insanity mode that are going, I think like 1.9 on the zero to 60, I think those go for almost 100,000. So, mm, yeah, those are nuts. I mean, it's just this car to me, I, I was like, I had to check my calendar to make sure it wasn't April 1st. Yeah. Because when they unveiled it and everyone, Everyone screaming, whistling, clapping. And I was like, dude, what are you, are you seeing something that I'm not like, I thought it was like they showed something on the TV or the computer that wasn't actually there. So like there was like a really cool Tesla and I was just like, is this it? Yeah. Uh I mean, if you form a cult, that's what happens, you know, people just buy into it and uh, they're becoming the Apple of cars. Yeah. Uh, I, I say that they're already there. I mean, Except for, does Apple make money? Do oh they, yeah, do they post they post profit. Um, yeah, Tesla doesn't. So that that's well, the one thing. But they're, they're but they're a new company. It's very standard for a new company. You don't make a profit for like at least two to four years. Yeah, I get that. But that's just that that would is what I would say would be the the biggest. Difference well, they also don't make it. enough to even like make a profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it costs so much. You want to hear something funny? Now that we're on the topic of Apple, so you know earpods. Mm-hmm. In three years, they became the most popular headphone of all time they are pretty good headphones i gotta say airpods was its own business it'd be 32nd right now uh like in terms of revenue overall in the would be the 32nd largest largest company in yeah in how crazy is that in the world in the world in the world wow how insane is that they could spin it off and just yeah that's that's separate airpods that's That's, all we do i mean they own beats they own everything so it's like think of how like crazy their market share is but it's the 32nd largest company Damn. just their headphones and and just the one kind of headphones yeah well now they got the um the pros mm-hmm. which is even going to add to their market share i mean they're going to even get higher which is crazier but i think that's how tesla people are going because it reminded me very similar of like when steve jobs would come out to like give a phone and it would be like hey man this is the iphone 6 and it looks identical to the 5 Mm-hmm. And it would just be like, there's a little bit bigger of camera, there's no aux cord, and everyone would just be like, I gotta have it. Yeah, I gotta have it. Yeah. This is what I need now. So I think that's what they're getting. I, a, a cult's a strong word. Cult's a strong yeah. word. Yeah, it is. Um, I definitely think there's Apple cultists. So if Tesla's on its way to becoming an Apple, then uh, I would say that. Well, that I already think they have a, a good amount of. Uh, pre-orders so yeah yeah if i had forty thousand dollars to spare and i wanted to look like an idiot i'd probably get one too the craziest thing is you're gonna see them all around now because they're only forty thousand and i know what everyone's thinking it's like oh that's still a lot of money 
compared to like another supercar and especially what this actually does yeah. i mean it's actually a very good car so so like we'll see if i like i'm i'm i live in, we live in a city I, I i buy one of these bad boys where am i parking it where i can charge it regularly if i don't have a home is it possible well so come on respect yourself respect yeah. your master mike um it's sliding again yeah is it sliding more what did i do here no, oh. oh, we're fine. Um, it's like, well, they have a they're they're rolling out a lot more of the um, speed chargers where it only takes thirty minutes. Mm. So, and that's like a portable thing. So, like, I could carry it out there and be like, no, it's not portable because the the speed ones you need like, but they're popping up at like Whole Foods, Mariano's. Uh, okay. They're popping up a lot. Okay, so be like, hey, like when I was in California, they're everywhere. Mm. Like, it would be harder not to find a supercharger. So, yeah, and I, and I think that's what they're doing. Um, pretty soon they're going to make it so much easier to own a Tesla. Cause right now I think out of a charge on the standard model of the car version, I think it's only like 280 miles to a charge. Yeah. Which I mean, that's not a road trip. No, it's not. That's and then you got to think like right now, like where I went to school, Iowa, like in the middle of Des Moines. Am I going to yeah. have a supercharger? Yeah, they're going to have chargers out And there. it's still 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's like 30 minutes, you mean, you got some time to kill. Yeah. But I think they're working on, like, I think I saw the newest one that they're only testing was, like, down to, like, almost, like, 18 minutes. That's pretty good. That's crazy. I bet they get it down to, like, 10 soon. Yeah, within our lifetime, it'll definitely be down to a, a reasonable amount, almost as much the same as filling up a, a tank of gas, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but that's that's always been my question is if I want to take it on a cross-country road trip what do i do but then again how often do i take cross-country road trips so that's fair um okay yeah so we both agree this is a dumb looking car but it's a dope car yeah is that fair yeah um it wouldn't be a timeout without me bringing up something food related hey so this week kit kat is releasing four new flavors let me hear your opinion on them because i'm a little torn I'm a little torn. My my brain is, and I love Kit Kats. Yeah, I, I love. I Kit can't Kats. even imagine what a new Kit Kat flavor would be. So yeah, hit me with them. So it is chocolate cream pie. <laughs> that one makes me snigger a little bit. Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, orange creamsicle. Okay. Cotton candy, and cherry cola. Wow. First off, what do you think will be the best flavor out of those four? What was the first one? Again? It is chocolate cream pie. Orange creamsicle, cotton candy, cherry cola. Chocolate cream pie, because it's still chocolate-based. I think that's the one that you, like, least fuck up. Yeah, but, like, it's got to be pretty different from a normal one. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't make it. Yeah. No, I, I think it is, but at least it's still got some of the basis. Versus cotton candy? Like, I can't imagine two things more different than a fucking chocolate-covered wafer bar and a roll of uh, pure sugar that looks like insulation. Cotton candy is going to be terrible. Yeah. I can tell you that right yeah. now. I haven't had it, but that's going to be terrible. Yeah. So um, that's going to be awful. I think the one that sounds the best is orange creamsicle. Really? But I love dreamsicles. Mm. I love dreamsicles. My favorite drink of all time is high C orange vanilla. It just tastes like you're drinking a melted creamsicle. Oh, wow. Okay. Is it So it's like an orange cream soda kind of, kind of flavor? Yeah. Well, I think so. That's what it sounds like yeah. to me. Okay. Cherry cola, I feel like, is going to be... Decent. It's not bad. Cotton candy sounds so bad to me. That's one of those. That's like when you're a kid out uh, trick or treating, and you go to the house that gives you cotton candy, Kit Kat. Yeah, and you don't get yes. Like fuck that house. It's like the house that gives you a toothbrush because the guy's a dentist or the woman's a dentist. It's like fuck that. Yeah. Um, I when I first read this, I I stopped at cotton candy. Mm. I was just like, what. Who's buying this? Like, you know, you're on a road trip. You stop off at the 7-Eleven or the gas station. You're looking for, like, you know, any any type of candy. If you get if you get cotton candy Kit Kat and you come back in my car, you eat that outside the car. Yeah. Not for, like, I don't want crumbs. It's just don't bring that nasty stuff in my house. You almost, like, question kicking you out of the car at that point, especially if you're on, like, some sort of road trip or something like that. It's like, just don't, you're, you're, you're cut off from the rest of the road trip. Yeah. I mean, that might be pre-crime. Yeah. If you buy, oh, maybe that's what it is. Mm. Maybe it's the FBI working with them that are getting cotton candy out there that it's like as soon as you buy this like arrest this man on oh site. yeah like a little database going yeah background on everything. it's like you know if you google 
certain words you get in like that list. Mm. It's like anytime a cotton candy Kit Kat <laughs> shows up on your debit card, yeah. you're like, like this guy. Yeah, someone's Wait, knocking down the, the SWAT right team's there. knocking down your car. Yeah, yeah. Sir, is it true that you bought a cotton candy Kit Kat last week? Yeah. I definitely think it's not as good as what we've recently been talking about with the Snickerdoodle McFlurry and mm. the birthday cake uh frosty not at all those the ones we've had the past few weeks all sound delicious the, these ones a couple of them i'm willing to try and some the arrest sound questionable so uh i respect you know respect them for for trying to do something new um you know the kit kat guys have basically been doing the same thing for at least my entire life probably longer than that so the fact that they're kind of branching out and getting into this new uh innovation uh wave that uh guys like tesla and apple seem to be doing is uh you know respect to them but maybe go back to the drawing board talking about what's going on with the internet the internet's going crazy because of our last event Mm. so i don't know if you've ever heard of the app cameo no it's like where you can pay celebrities to um to like just send you a message yeah i actually have heard of that okay and so this new one it's the latest one that like the internet's going crazy over is a woman paid Sugar Ray, the lead singer, so Steve McGrath, mm. paid him to br- his very first one. By the way, this is even better that it's his very first one to break up with her boyfriend. He, she paid Steve McGrath to break up with is that her his boyfriend name? for him. Is that what you said? That's what you said, right? Yeah, but that's his name, right? The I don't know. I just oh, no. always called him Sugar Ray, um, but I think most people know who you're talking about. But wow. How how much how much do you think that you had to pay for that, you know? Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath. That's pretty close. Yeah. So it's I watched it. It's a hundred dollars. Oh wow. It's brutal. Um oh, my 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 question to you is how mad would you be? Cause if there, I'm the one getting broken up with? Yeah, because there's gotta be a point of view where it's like, Oh my god, look at how sweet my girlfriend is. She brought me a cameo from Sugar Ray. Mm. And then he starts talking and you're just like, uh oh. <laughs> you know, it's just like, uh oh. I I think my initial reaction is I would laugh and think it was a joke, and then I would get really angry. You know, uh, uh, you know I the song. Out. It was like hot a couple years ago. The the Kyle song, I Spy. Really? No, I don't. Oh, I forgot what he. I forgot what it goes. Where it's like, uh, man, I can't think about. It. But there's a part in the song where he's just like da 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 da, da and then it goes like, oh shit, that. I wish he, they could play that as like the background music to the guy listening to this mm, yeah we're just like ooh, ooh, and then he's just like oh shit like <laughs> this is getting intense you know what's happening uh, i guess uh, a couple of thoughts uh, i would guess that sugar ray's probably got a song that's about a breakup that they they could have just paid mark mcgrath or steve mcgrath as we're calling him just paid him to, to it sounded it. right yeah no it does steve and mark are very similar uh, I have an uncle Mark whose name is really Steve, so it it, it works. Um, but if they would just would have paid Steve McGrath to uh, like sing the breakup song, then it's like okay, there's the message. N- no other words need be spoken. I'm sure that they've got a song like that. Yeah, I wish I could show it. My thing is right before we get off it, um, is this going to be a new thing? Breakups. I b- I feel like everyone's going to hop on this trend now. Yeah, I don't see why not. I just <laughs> I'm staring at this headline. This is a fan's boyfriend for a hundred dollars. Like, like Steve's got to be thinking to himself, like, shit. Am I if I fallen so low that I'm that I'm taking hundred dollar checks to to break up with people's significant others for them? That's oof. That's rough. Yeah. So I guess I could see both sides of this, where it's like, yeah, it would suck to be broken up with. I sp- especially with like something that's going so viral and so public on the other hand. Yeah. Girlfriend's still got to care about you a little bit. If she spent a hundred dollars on you. That's true. That's like a good final parting gift. That's not cheap. That's not nothing. If you were to break up with Raysa. Oh boy. Over cameo. Who would do the cameo? It's gotta be somebody who she really likes. See, okay. I was thinking the opposite direction. Oh, like somebody. if I if I broke up with Kayla, I would find someone she hates. Oh, if somebody she hates, I'd get like Taylor Swift or something like that to do it. Then somebody she likes. Oof. Um, 
Yeah, you know, she likes Jennifer Lawrence, so maybe something like that. I'm trying to think of, like, a good musician that she really Jennifer likes. Jennifer Lawrence would do it so funny. She looks so much broken. I'll beat a pizza. Yeah, which would actually be really good. Um, or, um, you know, she really likes Arcade Fire, so maybe one of the guys or the, the girl from that would be really good and kind of do, like, a little sing, a little, a little song. Maybe just get <laughs> all of them, and then there's a little song. It's like, hey, sorry, but here's a song. Yeah, by your favorite band. I I was thinking about it. Um, I would do the complete opposite. I would do someone I know she hates and try to like mask it. Mm. Where it's just like, hey, I heard you hate. Like she hates Journey, which okay. is ridiculous. That is a little but, like, ridiculous. Like say Journey was on there and she's like, hey, or he's like, hey, Kayla, I heard you fucking don't like my songs. You stupid idiot. By the way, Joe's breaking up with you. Like that's what I want. Oh wow! Like a giant middle finger. Fuck yeah, you. Okay. I want a big one. Okay. We're just like, well, and then I could spin zone it and be like, oh, I didn't write that. He ad libbed it. I'm asking for my money back. Yeah. And then oh. she was like, oh, so we're not broken up? We're like, no, we're. Bro- <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it twisted. We're still broken we're up. Broken up, but that's not the way that I asked him to do it. Yeah. And uh, sorry, Kayla. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Ouch. Um. Okay, so that is our timeout. I have a new Wait. segment for us, though. I get, before oh, you, you get one? a timeout, I got I got one more thing. Uh, oh, headline headline oh, that, yeah. I, that I wanted to, to to highlight last week that I'm super excited about. Um, and I forgot to do it. Um, Jeopardy, everybody's favorite game show, has announced that they're doing a greatest of all time, a goat event with the three greatest Jeopardy players of all time, uh, James Holtzauer who's the recent guy who just won the Tournament of Champions like a week or two ago. Um, He went on a big streak of like 30-some games, and he got attention because he would bet like $12,000 on a daily double and just be like, yeah, no problem, and he would get them right. Is that a lot? I don't watch a lot of Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. So that's usually people like will bet like a few thousand. Uh, So daily double, are you familiar with what that is? Is is it double points, but you can lose it? Uh, It's a clue that whoever... Picks it can only um, they're the only one who can answer it, but they can wager whatever they want up to however much money they have. So that's why it's called a daily double. Is like the maximum you can do is double your points. So most people uh, on the show when they do it, um, we'll just do like a few thousand. Um, there's one in the first round and there's two in the second round. So you know they're trying to build a lead or, or something like that, but not get too far ahead. James would just go all out and be like, yeah, ten thousand dollars, and he'd get it right. So he's going to be on there. Uh, and then two other goats from uh, past years, um, Ken Jennings, which have you that's heard of like Ken the original, right? He's so common misconception. He's not the original, but what do you what do you know about him? Didn't he just go on like the biggest streak before this guy? Yeah, so he went on like a seventy something game streak and won like a million or two million dollars. So he doubled this guy's winning streak. Yeah, but uh, but. Um, so, well, Ken still has the longest winning streak of something like 70-something games, but James uh, has won the most money in his run, and he only did, like, in half the games because he would bet so much and win so much on a, okay. a standard game. Um, so so those two guys. And then, like you'd said, um, you thought that Ken was the OG, but mm-hmm. this other guy, Brad Rutter, is the real Jeopardy OG. So he was on the show many years ago. He's still pretty young. He was on it when he was young. It was back when the show, you couldn't go on long streets. Um, if you were a champion, you could only do it for five days, and then you would get retired. Um, and then you could like pick a car or something like that as like evidence that you won five games. But since then, Brad has been on the show many times, and he's now the highest. Um, he's won the most amount of money on a game show ever from any person. How much does he want? Something like four and a half million dollars, oh five million dollars. Is yeah. he so? What does he do for like a living, or is he just like a, a child genius? I I don't know. I forget what he was doing before he got on Jeopardy. But like they'll have like the tournament of champions, and then these ultimate tournaments and these million dollar prizes. Brad was the other guy who was on with Ken when they faced off against uh, Watson, the IBM computer, a few years ago. I remember that. Yeah, and and uh, Watson just smoked him. Yeah, Watson smoked him. Uh, Brad has never lost to a human competitor, so Brad has faced Ken multiple times and beat him every time. So Brad is really the true OG. Um, so I'm interested to see how James does against who the you other got. Two. Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm going with my boy Brad that I just learned about. Yeah, Brad. Okay, um, this yeah. new guy, old news. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? Yeah. Well, um, the the new guy has won the Tournament of Champions lately, so that's what he's done for you yeah, lately. Yeah, but the last person I heard about is this OG. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I got it. I mean, if you're going with Brad, I got to go with James then. I think. The new guy? I, yeah, the newest guy. <clears throat> what are they playing for? Just for like um, normal points? Are they doing? I think they're just doing normal points. I think there's probably some prize money involved with they'll end up donating it. But um, it's it's literally for the title of best of all time. It's just the three of them. Like Jeopardy is saying like we know these three guys are like the best players ever. We just want to get all of them in the ring together and let them duke it out. And it's something stupid to get hyped up about, but I'm so pumped for it. So I wonder how those people do when it's just like rap lyrics or something, like one of those like odd ones. You'd be surprised. Do they do good? Yeah, they do well. They're, They're like I, in this song, Sicko Mode. Who is the feature? And you're like, uh, Drake for 900 or what is Drake or who is Drake? Yeah. Because you got to answer it in a question, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. You yeah, yeah, you got it. Um, you know, you can watch some old uh, episodes on YouTube or I think they've got some of them on Netflix too. So if you want to see... Uh, some of the OGs and how they do and everything. I mean, you don't you don't win thirty some or seventy some games or five million dollars uh, without knowing at least a few rap lyrics. So, so in college we used to actually play Jeopardy on PS2. Mm. But here's the kicker: it was eight or no, it was nineteen eighty nine Jeopardy. Oh wow! So I wasn't born. Yeah. So it was super hard. And they had it on PS2, and it was yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. Well, it was from Jeopardy from like 89 or 91 or something. Oh, okay. But I wasn't born. So it's very hard. That's really difficult. And yeah. like the only things I would get is like the Seinfeld or mm. something like history. But yeah. besides that. Um, yeah, you're not going to know, you know, first ladies or vice presidents or cabinet members. Well, or, yeah. It would be like this lovely TV show in the 70s. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I can't get that. Yeah. Um, okay. Our new segment. That was great, by the way. And yeah. I got my boy Brad. Yeah, well, uh, I think it's in January, so we'll we'll check back in a couple months. And, uh, we'll do a live see. podcast while watching oh, it. That's oh, what we should do. I would love to do that. Okay, this is now our new segment called Taboo, Taboo Tuesdays. Taboo Tuesdays. So basically, I don't know how often I'm going to do this, but I'm basically going to pick something that's not like stereotypical taboo, like talking politics or religion. I want to do like more of like what the internet's fighting over. Okay. So, since everyone this, you know, this Thanksgiving is always going to have that weird, awkward conversation, I want this to be the rebuttal. You know, someone's going to, like, your drunk uncle will be like, oh, I'm a big whatever supporter, and, like, the other opposite side is going to get into an argument, and then you hit him with, like, the... So, what do you think about pineapple on pizza? Oh, okay. So, um, the, this Taboo Tuesday is going to be pineapple on, pineapple pizza. on pizza. Does it belong? Does it belong? Um... Not on my pizza. I, I'm, I'm uh, not on my pizza. Uh, it, I'm not. I'm not saying it can't belong on other pizzas, because um, I'm an e- equal opportunity pizza enthusiast like that. But no, oh man, I, I, I don't want anything. Have healthy. you ever had it? Yeah, I've had a wine pizza before, but not for me. This the sweetness of the of the of the pineapple does not go with the rest of the dish. Yeah. I love pineapple on my pizza. Oh gosh, I'm I'm the opposite. So do you get this Taboo Tuesday? This is actually perfect. I thought you were gonna like it, and so I was like, oh, this is a stupid one, but this is even better. I I don't know why people hate it. I think it's a good topping. It I, depends. Uh, it depends on the sauce of the pizza. If it's a sweet sauce of the pizza, the pineapple isn't gonna work. Like I, I'd still eat it, and I'd still really enjoy it. But I get it from the other people where they say it's too sweet. Like if it's a sweet mm. sauce and a sweet fruit. You're not going to like it, but I don't get why people get so heated about it. I don't necessarily get so heated, but, you know, like I would say if it was really good, it would be more ubiquitous. You go to a pizza place in most cities or in most places in Chicago, you're not going to find one, uh, even like an exotic pizza that they have that has pineapple on it. And that to me is the voice of the people saying we don't like pineapple or we don't really like pineapple on our pizza. You don't think most pizza places have a Hawaiian? Mm, I mean, I know that like Papa John's Pizza Hut Domino's probably do but no like i was at um boiler room this past weekend in uh logan square um and i don't think that they have pineapple on any of their pizza and they've got some really fun good pizza there so okay i like it no uh, you're entitled to that so yeah uh for any listeners out there it's not as easy as i thought to figure out these like taboo like funny subjects so if you got one send it in we'll talk about it yeah beer league official on all social media that, that was, all one word. 
All one word. That was good, though, because I wasn't ready for that. So I, I just had to go gut feeling, yeah. gut reaction. Got to so. get you out there. And we'd love to hear your opinions as well yeah. and why I'm right and Nick's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's get into the rank. The rank this week, we're going topical. You know, we try to go topical. Um, we're going to rank Thanksgiving sides. Ooh, yeah. So did you want to do the list that I have, or do you want to go top four, like just Mount Rushmore I was just gonna. I just have my own four. Oh, do do your so, Mount Rushmore, kid. Um, I got gotcha. you. So yeah, I'll do those. Um, number one spot, something that was missing from most of my life, but is now in there. Sweet potatoes, sweet potato casserole. Oh, I love sweet potatoes. They're so good. But I don't like when people put so many marshmallows on top. No, I only yeah. like a few little of the mini ones. I yeah. don't like when it's like the layer of marshmallow. That's too much sweetness. Yeah, the sweet sweet potatoes. But, but dude, sweet potatoes are so I good. Mean, it, Everybody agrees that mashed potatoes are delicious, and then it's like, oh, let's add a little bit of sweetness to them. Hey, sweet potatoes, there's there's nothing wrong with that. So that's my number one. Uh, number two, I uh, mentioned it earlier in the podcast, green bean casserole. Is it the one that you make or just in general? The one, I mean, in general, I like it, but I got to say, if you can make <laughs> it with fresh ingredients, you know, go to the store, spend a few extra dollars on an, some nice green beans, some fresh mushrooms, a uh, little bit of cream uh, and some broth. That's pretty much it. There's a few other things, but that's pretty much it. Um, it's infinitely better than the one that has all the canned goods in it. So, so that's my number two. Number three, stuffing. Where is stuffing at the rest of the year? Why don't dude? Okay, I'm gonna wait till my turn. Yeah. But I, I agree with that. Yeah, I I don't know why it's not in our lexicon the rest of the year outside of Thanksgiving, but it is delicious. By the way, in the last like two three minutes. You're killing it with the vocab. Oh, thanks. you're killing it with the vocab. <laughs> and uh, my my number four is a little bit unique. Uh, something that my mom makes every year uh, that probably only my family knows about is cranberry bread. So most people have cranberry sauce, which I'm kind of indifferent about. But you can make bread with cranberries in it. It's a good little. So it's like cornbread with cranberries. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's good for you know helping to scoop stuff on onto your fork, dipping it in the in the sauces and everything, and then it's got a little sweetness of the cranberries. So, uh, let's shout out to um, my mom in the beautiful cranberry bread that she bakes on Thanksgiving. That is good, and you should. Is this still moving? Doesn't look like it. Okay, no. um, you should definitely bring me a couple slices of that bread. Yeah, I will. So, okay, so now we're not going legit. This is going to be a little tough for me. So I'm 100% Italian, and there's, like, a lot of Italian food. So I'm really? I'm going to try to leave the Italian. I'm going to do traditional and then Italian list. Is that fair? Sure. Because I don't want to mix and match because I don't yeah. want to get people upset. So my number one is going to be um, – I actually have it written down. My number one is stuffing. And it's this very particular one that I don't, normally don't love stuffing, but my cousin, I think three years ago, just like tried. She's like a big stuffing girl. And she said that like all the store-bought ones and all like the ones she's made like from recipes haven't been as good. Yeah. So she workshop for a whole two years of like making her own. Wow. And she makes it and it's so good. It's so wow. good. Does she have a recipe that she could... I'm sure she's got it. Secrets. Yeah. Because two years. That's so unlike weird. my grandma. My grandma, like, she never had any recipes, and she'd just be like, "Oh, you know, you just put the salt in." You're like, "How much salt?" She's like, "What do you mean, how much salt?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know how much salt." She's like, "You just put in the salt." I'm like, "What do you mean that?" Like, I don't yeah. know that. But yeah, stuffing's got to be number one. Number two is going to be mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm. I love mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, actually, no, I'm going to swap it. So my second one is sweet potatoes and then mashed potato gravy. So I got two potatoes on them. Nice. And then number um, four is going to be just like the muffins. I like the little buns or rolls that you get yeah. on the side that you just smother in butter, put a gravy on it. It's so good. Yeah. So that's my traditional. Now, like at my Thanksgiving, here's what's my favorite. Um, the number one side is going to be neck bones. Neck I know bones. a lot. I know a lot of people probably even had neck bones. I've never had a neck bone. Explain so it to me. So it's a neck bone of a cow. It's actually, it's actually like the neck bone of a cow or a pig, and that's what we use to make gravy. Uh, for non-Italians, gravy is like red sauce. We just call it gravy. Okay. So it's weird. So it's like at Thanksgiving, we have gravy, and then we have turkey gravy. Mm. So it's like if you say, like, pass the gravy, you're going to get a bowl of red sauce. Red sauce. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my number one. Number two is going to be meatballs. I love meatballs. 
Number four is going to be Monogat, which uh, a lot of people might call like manicotti or something, but it's Monogat. Uh, It's basically like a long ravioli. Excuse me. I was getting that Denzel voice. Excuse me. Um, So yeah, it's like a long ravioli. And then number four is going to be... So there's like this type of skirt steak called brioche, and it's like you put that in the gravy when you make it as well, but then you take it out and you like, it's kind of like debris almost, like it's really like you can pull it apart or whatever, and that I love. Wow. It's a very unique side, but yeah. Yeah, so you've got all of the traditional Thanksgiving sides and then all of these Italian Thanksgiving sides at your Thanksgiving? At every, every holiday, we have it, every like Thanksgiving, or every like Italian food you can think of, but... God, Christmas Eve, we don't do meat. We do the seven fishes. So there's seven different kinds of fish that we eat. Oh, we don't wow. do meat on Christmas Eve. I'm excited to hear about that once we get closer to Christmas time. Yeah, it's that, very that good. That sounds amazing. That's, I mean, that's that's pretty cool to have kind of both dual at the same time. I definitely don't have that with my Thanksgiving. I have a little bit with at Christmas with some um, Polish food, but we'll get Barogis into that. Barogis and stuff? Uh, not quite, but we'll get into that. Um, yeah, when, when it get gets closer. closer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, Dude. Real quick, shout out to Kirkwood Sweet Potato Fries. I don't know if you've ever had them, but they're... No, oh, I haven't. Man, they're good. Yeah. Oh, they're very good. Um, all right, that's it. Uh, thank you guys for listening again. Um, hopefully, you guys like the new mics and everything. We'll work out if we're talking too loud or something. Let us know. We'll work that out. Uh, just a reminder, we're going to do a full year-long uh, charity donation for Fall Catalog, and I decided we're going to split it in half. So half the donation is going to go to Fall Catalog next year, and then half the donation is going to go to the Children's Hospital at Iowa. Very nice. You know, I feel like that's a good thing that everyone can get behind a little cancer, a little Alzheimer's. Absolutely. And get behind that. Um, well, can't get behind it, but can get behind the, the search it. for the cure. Yeah, fighting it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, all right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Have a good one.